point. Sola says, Aria pays Jesse more. The phone call is public. Mersh, you are so dumb. Okay, why am I dumb? Because Jesse has repeatedly bragged time and time again that he recorded and released a phone call with the owner of CBDX. Not only did he actually release a recorded phone call, but he edited the phone call, and it's very obvious. I'm glad your fans keep coming in and pointing out that Jesse released that phone call. And I'm glad that I have DMs from Jesse proving that he released that phone call because, uh, what's that? Hey, hey, Alexa, is Virginia a two-party or one-party consent state? A two-party consent rule requires consent by two or all parties in the conversation. Virginia is a one-party consent jurisdiction. Uh, fine. You can record them all you want. That's fine. Wow. Well, I don't know why Virginia would matter one way or the other, Mersh. I live on the moon where there are no laws. And as you can see in this lawless state I'm in, I've been having to repair the goon opticon and I'm still in the middle of it. And as soon as I'm done, no more merch. Here's what happened. Our entire systems here were taken over last episode by a goon. We didn't know who had done it. It turns out it was actually the subject of our show that night. A guy I didn't even think was a goon. A guy named... Zen Rhino. And if you go to my Twitter right now, you can see that Zen Rhino has actually admitted he has confirmed that he is the man behind those mysterious emails I was receiving that was trolling Mersh for over a year. I was on a mission to save the rhino, the Zen rhino, the endangered species that is a big part of the Stockholm Simpdrome, a former user of the Mersh effect. My whole mission in life was to save this man, and now, now he's saying I owe him money as a result of ending friendships he had with ROTC people. Unfortunately, these are bonds that can never be broken. And as a result, Zen Rhino himself attempted to hack into my computer and stop the show from happening. Well, you didn't succeed, Zen. And unfortunately, you're on the outs now. But luckily for you, and luckily for Mersh, and luckily for everyone in the Mersh Mer effect, effect. I'm over the Mersh effect. It's done. In fact, the Mersh effect never even really existed in a way. Now, that's going to delight some of Mersh's biggest butt huffers. But what I mean by that is the Mersh effect was an excuse. It was a bit. It was an idea more than anything else that allowed us to play in this world of ROTC weirdos. You see, the ROTC cinematic universe, that's not their guys. That's not the Mersh effect. That's just the pot-awful Gooniverse. Something very disturbing happened recently. Mersh released a tweet that said this. I used to be the kid in school who would take a beating and go home feeling happy about it. Okay. I didn't even know that was a type of kid. I honestly get off on attention of any kind. The negative attention more than the positive. The people who hate me the most 
the ones who think they're owning me make my dick hard. Yuck. When I stick enough things in my butt, I'll make the most money. I took a I took a nice dicking yesterday. And I just sucked dick. You know, I actually predicted this over a week ago. I said, from now on, we've got to stop doing these Mersh episodes for free. I think Mersh is starting to like it. Maybe I was a little too late on that, though. I, I guess he wasn't starting to like it. He's been liking it the whole time. I, I knew somewhere deep inside me, I, I'd heard him say enough creepy and bizarre sexual things about me particularly and about all of those people who make fun of him where I started to wonder, am I turning his acute into an isosceles? And I have to wonder, is he sitting there on Nightwave every single night squirshing his pants every time somebody says something mean in the chat room? Have I unleashed the piranhas onto this man? And unfortunately, they were sitting there after the fact, not knowing Mersh had scrummed himself. And he was sitting in his own pool of enjoyment the entire time. It's really a frightening thought, but if you really think about it, if you remember back to all the different weird little things that Mersh has said about me, you start to wonder, is that tweet true? A lot of people are saying, oh, he's huffing the copium now. This is bad. Look at him. He's trying to act like he likes it. I think he does. I honestly think he does. Keep in mind, Almost every time we talk about Mersh, he talks about me as if I'm his ex-girlfriend. He said that a million times, that I'm some sort of scorned lover of his. He gets sexual about it. His butt huffers, who are sitting there getting the aromatics, (laughs) they're harfing it. They gotta suck in every single flavor from every errant hair on his buoyant crack. They sit there and they go into the comments section. They leave the hate mail and they're saying, Jesse, why do you want to have sex with Mersh so bad? Why are you so obsessed with Mersh? Why do you act like Mersh is your boyfriend, your ex-boyfriend, your lover, all these terms? We're sitting here laughing, having a good time, thinking it's fun and funny. No wonder we're always so confused by this, but now I see it from their shoes. This is their kink. They like this. They want to be dominated. Big Dick Daddy. I'm always going to be Big Dick Daddy. They want him. They want to watch him suffer. The same way we do, except they are squirshing on this one. And if you don't believe me, take a look at this clip from Angie's Random Edits. Um, This is from a little while ago. It's called Mersh Declares That Jesse P.S belongs to him and this will truly open your eyes as crossed as they might be by the way jesse like outside of your like two dozen pizza funders you're my bitch like you get that right like objectively wait objectively already and by the way i love he loves to fixate on when i say objectively hey, oh jesse, my god we're like an old married couple. He knows everything I'm going to say. That word in a way that you're going to get. All right. Objectively, uh-huh. you're my bitch. Mm. Look at me. Look at my eyes. Look at oh, bad idea. Okay. Here comes the zoom. Jesse, 
You're my bitch now. You could pull off two years worth of victories after tonight. And by the way, we already did pull off two years worth of victories, but okay. You're my bitch now. See, once you've taken two years worth of L's, and trust me, the L's are still coming. When he says taking L's, does he mean... Jesse, you're my bitch now. Okay, now, this sounds like he thinks he's dominating me. I know. But this is bait. This is to attempt to get me to do exactly what I'm doing now. I know this because this is what I do to Mersh. Except the end goal here is not the same. My end goal, we laugh and we go, haha, we are chums. Isn't this funny that we're laughing at this bald man? Tee hee hee. Mersh's end goal is to sit in his own filth. He wants to sit. You know why he's always adjusting in his chair, raising up them gullies? It's because he's sitting there. He wants to hear the squish. I fuck your ass because I'm gay. I do it for leisure purposes. These are his words, not mine. I don't even fuck your ass so you know full well what the fucking hierarchy is here. Jesse, look at me one more time. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm trying to look at you, Mersh. Which eye do I look into? Which is the good eye? The strong eye? Sweetie. Oh, no. You're my bitch. You're my lifelong little pigtailed lipstick-wearing fuck toy. I have very rarely worn lipstick. I think only as a Santa Cruz Joker. I have ever seen Mersh wear it on his own show and a wig. Not sure if pigtails were involved. You must come, like, immediately. Okay, now we're getting into projection wave. You get so excited! I bet you come like that. You must, because I got a decent-sized triangle. I mean, you must come like a fire hose during foreplay. This is not foreplay. I, I need Mersh to understand that what we're doing here, this isn't a back and forth. We're not. I'm not trying to titillate you, despite your massive titillates. I'm not sitting here just very gently going over, erotically moving about the hairs of your hole. I'm not Arnold Nicotina tickling you with $100 going, huh? Does this do anything for you, Night Daddy? Get too excited. What you should have. He's even smoking. It's already. It's been so good. This is why he smokes all the time. Everybody focuses on how gay he smokes, but how about how much he smokes? After a good one, after a good sesh, he needs to light up. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Jesse. Ah. You're done. Was be a faggot. Do oh, hang on a second. We can't. What I would have done. You're not allowed to say that on television. You would be a blowjob. Wait, what? Was be a faggot. Do what I would have done to you. It would be a blowjob. And if I had my sexual drive. <laughs> Thank God you don't, by the way. Just straight up. I assume that's what the bone dust is for. Ancient Chinese secret, eh? Jack, your biggest swinging dick on the planet. Oh, I hate when he does his little face. He's doing it right now. When you see him do this face, and you've seen him do it before, you can't hear it. The microphone can't pick it up. It's picking up all the mouth sounds. But if it was pointed just a little bit further down, you would actually be able to hear just a little bit of a splooch. Splooch. Watch this, watch. 
luckiest swing. Tell me I'm wrong about this. Dick wrong. on the planet. <laughs> see that? See that? See that? You are my bitch. Okay. Bring it. Bitch. Who's a little bitch? You are. <laughs> because you're my bitch. This is a man fantasizing out loud to a public. He's having a daydream. And here he goes again. He's feeling himself and splooge. There it is. Disgusting. Absolutely horrifying. And I apologize for putting you through that. But unfortunately, I think we all need a wake-up call. Not just Zen Rhino. All of us. So like I said before, the Mersh effect, all these things, I've always looked at it as an excuse. I saw ROTC about a couple months into making fun of Mersh. I saw it for what it is, a playground, an entire expansive universe that really not a lot of people were covering and was ripe for the picking of goons, goons out the wazoo. And it has been a fruitful, bountiful harvest of goonery ever since. So from now on, I'm not going to be covering Mersh, okay? We're going to put a pause on that because here's what's going to happen. Porcelain is going to put out his documentary and Mersh is going to explode into orgasmic delight. And I honestly don't really want any more part of that, okay? What's about to happen tonight is going to be in Mersh's crossed eyes, a blood orgy. What I'm about to reveal to you tonight is so delightfully, titillating, orgasmically wonderful, and explosively hilarious that Mersh is no longer going to be allowed to sit in that chair anymore. Physically, the properties will no longer meld together. He will slide out of it every chance. He's going to have to get a brand new race car chair in order to do Nightwave. Because he will have exploded into that chair a grease, a film, a slime, if you will. So thick, so viscous, that no man could possibly touch it without sliding all the way out past the Section 8 stovetop where he keeps his Adderall, past the bizarrely painted front door and piles of Uber Eats, down the stairs, over the railing, down the stairs, and into the parking lot, and... Bang! Right up against his stupid, decade-old Beamer. No man would be able to stop that from happening after tonight's show. Because as you heard in that intro, Mersh had a feeling about my whole sponsor cucking. He had an idea of how that went. And it didn't exactly comport with reality. I think everybody... I didn't even have to do a show about it. I really never had to do a follow-up on the sponsor cucking because everyone saw it for exactly what it was. I cucked Mersh with his sponsor, CBDX.com, which, by the way, I was told just the other day, our promo code still works for it, but I don't recommend you use it. I get nothing for it. Mersh gets nothing for it, despite saying he does. Everybody said he's huffing the copium when he claimed, <laughs> and I still don't get the thought process here. This is a Rufio-level thought process of, he said, Every time I do an ad for CBDX from then on, which is a bizarre thing to claim at that point because there were no more ads after that, but his claim was he would make money off of it too. 
which is a really strange place to set your up, uh, set yourself up for if you are running a business. Because not only are you giving me money, you're giving another man money for free off of a product that you are already deeply discounting for anybody who is using my promo code. And then on top of that, my contract with your company is that I have to make more money than Mersh. So when Mersh makes more money, I then make even more money on top of it. At that point, it's turtles all the way down which I believe is actually where they get their Delta-8 strain from turtles. I believe they hollow out a turtle. You're smoking turtle dust. Anyway, I apologize for ever trying to sell you this gas station weed product. I thought for sure no one was actually going to buy this stuff. It turns out we managed to make huge sales for this company, CBDX. And they really wanted to keep doing business with us. But Royce and Mersh were extremely upset. And they put the founder of CBDX, a guy named Arya, a guy who I've said from the beginning I like, who's a funny guy, who agreed to letting me go after Mersh and Royce just to do this sponsor cucking thing. They ran to him and they cried. And I told you back then, this isn't the end of that story. There is so much more to this story. Well, the time has come. You see, just like a week or so ago, Mersh was in Las Vegas with Arya from CBDX and several others of the pot-awful playground, the Gooniverse. Adonis Paul was there. Royce was there. Virgie G was there, etc. I don't, at all. The Professor and Marianne. I don't know who else was there, but the others were there probably too. Arya's there, and they're, do they're wheeling and dealing, and they're scamming the government and getting a trip out of uh, 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 the U.S. government, out of their taxes, a free trip. They're writing it off as a business expense to Vegas. Mersh loses $4,000. We send tons of coleslaw. Everybody laughs and has a good time, but there's something happening in this meeting that I think is important, that I can't confirm happened or didn't happen. But I have a feeling, it's just a feeling, I have a feeling it was at least partially discussed. A roundtable meeting happened with the capos of Mersh and the head of the family, Aria of CBDX. And it was at least brought up. It was, the offer was put on the table. What do we do about this? Bad awful guy. Okay? This bad awful is gotten into our brothers. Uh, do we make a move? Do we cut off the head of this name? Do we end the basement groove forever? These baranas. <laughs> okay. So, I know Mersh has at least floated the idea of attempting to sue me over, I don't know what exactly, over him making more money off of me somehow over him getting the W, me getting L after L after L. I'm not sure what the thought process is here, but I do know this. You might remember how I got involved with CBDX.com to begin with, and this will be the crux of tonight's episode. This will be the undoing of the entire ROTC Cinematic, Cinematic Universe. Universe. Universe.
They're cyberbullying me to death. We're going to war with everyone, with the whole thing, with CBDX, with Royce, with Mersh, Virgie. All of these people, everybody, his biggest butt huffers are involved too. I told you from the beginning, I got involved with CBDX because a friend of the show reached out to them and they said, would you be interested in Pot Awful joining your ranks when it comes to sponsorships? And CBDX was thrilled with this idea. That friend's name is Laura Craft Bay Oneida. And the thing that CBDX didn't consider after all of this hullabaloo is Laura is my friend. And despite the fact that there is actually an email between Laura and CBDX where Aria says Laura is his new best friend, the truth is Laura is very, very loyal to the family. And when I told Laura what happened after all of this stuff, Laura said, you know what, Jesse? I don't know if you're on the moon or you live with your parents in Virginia or where they actually live in Florida for most of the year near Mersh, by the way, or wherever. I don't know if you live in a one-party consent state or a two-party consent state or if you exist outside of the realities of time and space. But I do know this. This is what Laura told me. She said, and this is true, CBDX hired Laura. They hired her and gave her a company email. They hired her and paid her for her services for a couple months, by the way, after CBDX ended their relationship with me, Jesse, a different guy. Laura kept getting paid, and Laura is not happy with the way this went down because Laura herself, after a month or so, was unceremoniously fired from CBDX. Now, Laura never had any official contracts with this company. Laura, in fact, told them she had no interest in working full-time at CBDX.com. She was very specific about this, but they gave her the business email anyway. And now, Laura has given me all of the business emails. All of them. Should I read you one just to start out here? Let's take a look here. Um, You know what I'll do? I'll just type Laura and uh, no, you know what? I'll type Aria into my email here. I've got my emails open. Hey, Zen Rhino. Um, let's see what we got here. We got Aria. All right. Let's see what we've got. And nope, I spelled it wrong. That's why it's not coming up. There we are. Aria at CBDX. Um, hmm. We'll just go to a random email here. This. Oh, you know what? I'll read you the very first one. Between Laura and Aria. Best of friends, by the way. Some of the biggest friends that have ever existed. <laughs> Laura and Aria. Um, okay, here we go. Oh, he said he called her a genius. He said, You are a genius in one of these. Wow, that is crazy. Um, oh boy. Oh, here he is having a tough time debate. I, you know what? This is a good one. Here he is having a tough time debating whether or not he should keep working with me after I released that quote-unquote edited phone call, which, by the way, has now been leaked against my will onto the internet in full. Clearly, no edits. But whatever. He says to her, this is titled My Best Friend. This is from Aria, the CEO of CBDX. 
Laura gave me these emails. I, you're, you're going to have to talk to Laura about this one, Aria. He says, I'm having a tough time debating renewing with Jesse. Don't get me wrong. The show was funny AF. I laughed and cried. It was hilarious. Wow, high praise. He says, but I'm still grumpy as fuck about the fact that I was recorded without consent. And while I hear the full call is up somewhere, the one that was played in the free version was dot, 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 selectively edited. I feel like he's choosing his words carefully there because while I played clips of it, it was not edited. It wasn't even selectively edited. It was just, here's the best parts. Here's the funniest, most damning, most embarrassing things he said about ROTC where we're laughing together at how dumb Mersh is. He says, there's nothing fake. Now, this is very important. Aria says there's nothing fake in that phone call. There's nothing fake, but it's chopped in a way to make us look 10 times more brutal against ROTC. A very important distinction. When I really... Oh, oh, sorry. So he's saying when in reality, I explained I thought of it as a friendly rivalry and we love ROTC, and we will be keeping them indefinitely regardless, which is clear. All of that sentence is clearly like after the fact and go, no, no, no. I always, I love ROTC. These are the best guys. I never said anything bad about them ever. I mean, no, we, what, it's friendly. He's saving his ass in this email to his newest employee, Laura. Laura Craft Bay Oneida, my friend. He says, I don't know. It's very bittersweet. Was a great ad read the entire episode and was funny as fuck content. Thank you so much for saying. Really, that's amazing. I'm excited about that. I got excited, very excited to see all of this. That is high praise from you, Aria. But he goes on to say, but the part about the unconcerned to recording of me, not sure what that means, with all the private details was like, I was pissed as fuck. Here's the thing, Aria. I'd be pissed too. And I get it. And I actually sent Aria a very nice, long apology email. And I was promised something. In our, in our exchange after the fact, I was actually promised a little bit more money. Strangely enough, Mersh went on to his show and claimed he'd be making more money off of me. And he highlighted the fact that CBDX sent him a pity $200 because I made fun of them. Following that, Aria sent me an email, and I'll read it to you on the show. I'll show it to you on the show tonight, along with many, many very embarrassing other emails. Horrific stuff that Mersh's audience members don't want released. I'm talking not just Mersh Effect guy, his audience. <laughs> okay, emails with just people who watch. These guys don't want this information out there, but Aria said to me, listen, I'm about to go on vacation. I'm going to Europe. When I get back, we'll regroup. We'll think about this. We'll talk about it. And we'll see where we go from here. He was still open to working with me. It was Mersh and Royce in his ear going, Dear Arya, I keep writing, but you ain't calling. Now, here's the thing. Aria promised me one thing, and this is very important. I'm just going to tell you here in the free preview part of this 
because I want it out there. I'll show the receipts, and goddamn, Mersh, you love talking about receipts, this gay term, receipts. I got receipts like the trash can outside of a CVS, okay? You want to talk about receipts? I'll show them on the show tonight. I'll prove it all. Aria promised me that I could keep the $500 for the one reading, which again means in one episode of my show, I made more money off of CBDX.com than Royce and Mersh made in two months of doing reads for them. He promised me another thing, and this is where things get crazy. He promised me $376. Ask and ye shall receive. This is real. I just said to him, listen, you're going to owe me uh, about this much more. I'm going to need about this. And he said, okay, there's a problem. Arya never sent that money. I didn't get my 376. I thought I did. I misremembered. And the reason I misremembered is because, like it or not, Arya was still paying me even months after the fact. In fact, he was paying my own Jesse effect effect. people. He was paying friends of mine after our relationship ended. He was paying Laura still after our relationship ended. So I completely forgot that the 376 never actually came in. He still owes me money. Mersh is sitting there saying I still owe ad reads when in reality, CBDX owes me. So I'm going to call it even, okay? Here's the deal. This is all going to go behind the paywall, the $20 level of the pizza fund, podawful.pizza, get immediate access to this episode, plus our world war on Davy Crocco, our world wars on Royce and Mersh, and all of the other goons in the Gooniverse, petty leaks. By the way, did you know that there is a follow-up episode called The Fallout Show to the Royce Star Trek phone call, all about how we ended, single-handedly ended the Hippo Juice show? How... How Royce's wife refused to keep doing their radio show after we prank called him. And even worse, there's a secret in that episode. It never gets discussed. There's a secret in that episode where I reveal the horrible home life between Royce and his wife. People keep telling me I need to go after Royce more. Well, if you were in the $20 level of the pizza fund, you'd already see how hard I've gone. You get access to all of that, all these other shows, Petty Leaks, Fallout shows, World Wars, uh, premium shows, pre-shows, after shows, bonus shows, Friday shows, old episodes, the archives, and so much more. Podawful.pizza. But this is a message to Aria, because I know we'll see it. Because I believe that Mersh, at the very least, he's contacting Detective Tiffany Dobbins right now. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> And he's trying to tell them that I'm committing crimes. Well, here's the deal. I'm owed money. So in exchange, what I'm going to do is tonight, instead of receiving that 376, I'm going to go through all these emails that were freely given to me. There's no reason I can't do that. I don't know about Laura, but I, I can do it. What I promise to do is if in the near future I receive that 376 that I'm owed, this episode won't be released for completely free for everyone to see. And again, there is highly embarrassing shit in tonight's episode. This is a long intro, I know. But I have to do this. I have to do it not just for me, but for you. Because crimes were committed 
but not against Mersh, not against CBDX or Aria. They were committed against you and me. Mersh has been using these humiliation rituals to get off for too long now. You and I, we were raped. This is a sexual assault. We didn't even know it. I should have been the one contacting Tiffany Dobbins this whole time. Now, I can never take away your trauma. I can never take back all of the flows from Mersh's triangle. I can't do that. You can't put the scrum back in the bottle. But I can help make you whole again. I can help you laugh again. And I can help you feel again. Because while the law will probably do nothing about this, while CBDX will probably run and hide, General Jesse is always here. And it's time for World War! Call me a pedophile and, <laughs> and dox my address. So he says, uh, you are the best. Yes, finder's fee is more than great. But just saying, if you ever want a salary gig doing this all the time, we would be honored, honored. to have you. So much love, Aria. I know it is unbelievable. By the way, let me just so throw this on has screen. Has had a Zoom interview or like phone call with her? No. <laughs> Lure Craft Bayonetta must be fucking putting in some good work over there at CBDX. Aria has never at any point spoken over the phone with this human being. Sight unseen, voice unheard. As far as I know, Laura didn't tell me they had any phone calls. I might be wrong about that. Maybe they did talk, but I don't think so. Um, so There's there it is. been actual retards who we have not been able to convince to let us be mods of their discord oh yeah after yeah. years of knowing them yes but ari gives us the key to the castle yeah no problem not just key to the cat again he would be honored to have laura work for him honored that is like that's simp talk basically well you rated some wants laura <laughs> he, he does want to he wants to rate her womb i think so he says, so much love, Aria. He's in love with her. I mean, this is so <laughs> God entered my body like a body my same size. I know all of God's secrets. Would you now like to know what God thinks? For Apple, is our God now. God now. And I do see non-stop visions from God. Do you want to get an answer? On what God thinks from somebody that doesn't have God, or you want an answer from somebody that does have God, click on the link. This is amazing. As you recall, when last we left him, said that he wants to send all 
of his money from CBDX.com to charity. Laura's confused by this. Why would you want to send it to charity? We can't send it to charity for you. We'll have to just give you the money and then you send it to charity if that's what you want done. So what's the deal with that? Well, responds and he says, hey, Laura, I am on disability Disability. and can't receive money. Now, how many times have I told you guys all of Mersh's fans are on disability? How many times have I said these guys are all just taking your tax dollars and sending them to Mersh? Mersh is technically speaking, legally speaking, Mersh is on welfare. welfare. And I just sucked dick. Going to literally kill you. Hey, Laura, I am on disability and can't receive money. I would like to offer my services free of charge as long as any customers who use my promo code get the standard discount. Thanks. So this is incredible. We have official proof that his audience is on disability. Is it physical? Is it mental? Is it both? (laughs) The most embarrassing form of disabled? The both form? It could be both. But either way, he's actually disabled. Let's go to her uh, communication with Irrational Times and the mutants of Canada. Hello, Irrational Times. We are looking for more shows who would like to carry our brand. Would you be interested? Plus, we could send you some free products to try out for yourself. Now, this guy loves products. You haven't seen Irrational Times? All that he and his mutant bride, they sit there and get as high as possible to try to ignore the fact that one of them is imaginary. In fact, I think if he stops smoking, she might disappear. It might be some sort of life-saving device that way. Um, Laura says, if you'd like to work together, make some extra cash, and get some of the finest Delta 8 CBD products in the world, then let me know. Laura, CBDX.com. He says, hey, Laura, I made this for you guys. Would love to chat if you guys like it. Hope you're having a good one. Steven. Now, should we take a look at the jingle he came up with for CBDX.com? I actually have not watched this um i don't think i there's a visual there's a visual component it appears to be a visual component i mean there's it's a video it's an unlisted youtube video Mm. let's take a look i don't think i don't recall ever seeing this so let's take a look cbdx.com shipping delta 8 thc with a lightning fast speed throughout the usa our Delta 8 flowers are clean, never use pesticides, and are lab tested. Order some today and see what all the talk's about. Because when you shop with CBDX, you can't go wrong. They're so discreet, and their strains, they're so strong. So go to CBDX.com. Order some online. It won't take long. Now introducing the much-anticipated Revenge of the Sis Delta 8 Flower Bundle. Oh my god. They are offering him a sponsorship and he's still just making stuff for ROTC. That's how deep the claw goes in. 
This man could be making money off of this. And he's like, no, thanks. Just give it to my heroes. The new heroes of the couch emporium. All right. As we go into our final emails, and they are, of course, with our main subject, Mersh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The final ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. And then we can be free of all this Mersh. The final mm. nail in the coffin. The atomic bomb on the entire ROTC cinematic, cinematic universe. universe. Sorry, nigga. This content right here is pizza fun only. Hot awful not pizza. This shit is beefer. Hot awful not pizza. We got shooters in these streets. 